Hello, everybody. Welcome to season three of the Healing Hearts podcast. I am very excited to be here. Julie, how are you today? I am great. How are you? Lovely to see I- you. <laughs> People are going to see us now. Yay. Yay. Um, we're going to be on YouTube now, and I am very, very excited about that. I'm so happy that you finally decided to to join yes. the camera crew. <laughs> and I'm not even wearing my my heart sunglasses that I thought I was going to be wearing. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you kind of need your glasses. That's why. Right. <laughs> yeah. I need my fingers. Uh, but... Let's get started with today's um, episode. Today, we're going to be talking about commitment. What is commitment? Because that's been thrown around for quite a while. Yes. Um, I looked it up. I wanted to read it as the, what the dictionary says. And it's, one is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, etc., or a pledge or undertaking, or an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. I don't like that definition at all. I didn't didn't think you would like that. That triggered a lot of things. No, 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 no. (laughs) I had a feeling you wouldn't like that one. Oh, maybe that's why they say I have commitment issues. (laughs) How would you define it, though? question you're gonna have to cut this out so I can um I can think about it (laughs) yeah I think I have to think about it let's just exit that question (laughs) you're gonna have to answer it you're gonna have to answer it um do you want to know my definition Yes. What is your definition of commitment? Okay. Not being tied down to anybody. I'm just kidding. That's not it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I had, um, I think it was during one of our sessions during our certification that I had like a big aha moment, not in the sense of like commitment being like that definition being tied down to somebody or being like forced to be with somebody, but it, I recently did some soul searching again, and I find uh, I'm going to read you my definition because I had to write it down. Oh, okay. Uh, how I define commitment now and what I'm looking for as far as commitment is more of a deep emotional, physical, and spiritual connection with someone, and um, it's a promise to stay dedicated and loyal to work through challenges up until my healthy limit. So you, I would set boundaries, but they would be healthy boundaries. And I guess that kind of, that whole definition came into sense when I was, I was coaching somebody and we were talking about boundaries and how to set boundaries. And again, my favorite word values came up and it was like, well, my, the limit, the healthy boundary or healthy limit is where you are loyal to your own value. If you're willing to allow this person to, I don't know, walk all over you 
millions of times, that is your limit. That is what the standard that you're setting for yourself, not for the other person, for yourself mm -hmm. and allowing them to keep doing that because you are allowing it. You know what I mean? So as I was getting prepared for this episode, I was like, damn, commitment, like it, it's a trigger word for me because it's, it's like a lot, like it feels like heavy. It feels like a tie down. But after I sat down and I had that session, I was like, well, commitment really is just, I'm willing to be with you up until I feel like you're abusing my limit. I don't know if that makes sense or not. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you were, you intertwine the word abusing with the word commitment, you know, in yeah. that, you know, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was more of like allowing, well, the reason why I say abusing is because we allow it's in a, well, to me, it would be an abuse to me. You're I'm abusing myself to allow somebody to keep going over that boundary. If I already set the boundary and then they're like, you know, we were in love and you sometimes say, well, I've already been with this person for such and such time, or I really love him. And let's just give him another chance. Like that is where it becomes sort of an abuse to oneself, not because they are abusing you, but an abuse to oneself and, and not being loyal to, to your values of I've set the standard. I've set the, the limit, but I'm willing to let you walk over it. Like, I guess about when we're talking about requirements, it's like, what is the requirement and is it going to have some wiggle room or is it like a straight thing? And if it does have some wiggle room, like what is that limit that you're putting to it? So I don't know. That's why I came up with that definition that means to me what commitment would be to me in a relationship. Not a lot of people are going to agree with it, but I find it that a lot more singles now, that's why they're so afraid of commitment because they are kind of saying or they're putting in the same context commitment equals being tied down being like having to stay with somebody and you know what I mean and it's 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 not that you get to define it whatever you want to define it as and commitment is always changing you know your relationships change so you know when you get married your commitment might be something completely different than yeah than what you started with is you know yeah. And that's okay. That's totally okay. As long as you're both committed to the change. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you have to have the check-in. Like, I don't know, you correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't been in a marriage for 20 plus years, but you have to have those check-ins once in a while to say, Hey, we're not really like on the same page on here. And I still want to be with you. So let's, let's make sure that we are on the same page so that we can continue this journey together. Cause if not, then I feel like the relationship might be but I think, if it's not but I think committing is like you're committing yourself to that person regardless of which way you're going so you know when you get married you vow you know better or worse sicker or poorer of course people don't go by that but it's you're committing your life to that person no matter if commitments change as long as it's for the positive for your relationship. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why you need to have check-ins to see, 
are we still on the same page? Like, do we still want the same things out of this relationship? Because if not, then yes, my commitment was to you. I myself, I would say at that point, I love you. Yes, my commitment is to you, but I also have to be committed to myself. It's kind of like that Samantha Jones saying of like, I love you, but I love me more. And I'm not willing to sacrifice myself and what I want and be hurt if we're not on the same page and we want the same things. Like why even continue if we're not heading the same way? That's how I see it. And I think that's how a lot of singles now see it. And they want to make sure that whoever they are getting themselves into a relationship, it's like, you're willing to go through the hard stuff with me because that is what a relationship should be about, like being there for each other. But at the same time, like, even as things change, we're still going to do the hard, the quote unquote hard work. And if we're not willing to, then it's okay for me to pull out and not continue this and not have this word being thrown at me because you said you were going to stay with me the rest of your life. Yeah, if we were on the same page, not if now you're trying to change our lifestyle or change something, you know what I mean? That doesn't, I don't know, it's a give and take, yes. But at the same time, I still feel like you have to be honest with yourself and say, do I really want this? And is this really the relationship that I want to be in, even regardless of whatever else might be going on? I don't know if I've read too many books, if I've done too much self-work, but I have to choose me, pick me, love me in order to be there for somebody else. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think think that the way you see it is a single point of view. But when you're with someone for a really long time and things shift and change and commitments shift and change, the commitment is still there. But it, nowadays I hear young people, I sound like an old person, but now <laughs> it's getting out so easy. Like if something's just not right, then they're out and they're. The, but I'm the, not talking about just something's just not right. And it's like, I'm out right away. But it could be anything for you, right? No, it, that's just an excuse. That would be used as but just an lifestyle change. Maybe you got, you got into a relationship with a guy um, and you got married and he had a lot of money, but he lost it all. Now your, your lifestyle is completely changing and mm-hmm. you're not going to be in the place you were. Would you be out or would you be in? Again, you say committed if to that? the relationship was still heading towards the type of relationship that I want, then of course I would say money's not going to hold anybody down. I mean, unless you're like a gold digger or like something, then okay, that's different. But as I as I mentioned in the very beginning, if my view of the relationship is still not the same, if he loses everything, whatever, we sit down and we say, hey, this is happening now. Our lifestyle is changing, blah, blah, blah. The commitment is to the the vision of the relationship, not just to whatever words you said at some point. That's how I see it. I'm not willing to hit the eject button just because, oh, well, now he's not going to be able to buy me all this stuff. And okay, well, I'm out. I'm not talking about that. I feel like that's a lot of what a lot of people are using it as an excuse is like, oh, now I have all these tools about self-love and it's about me, 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 me. That's ego. That's not love. That's ego talking. 
And that's where people kind of right. get but confused. That's what's, happening. that's what's happening. Yeah. But, and that's why you should call it out as it is. It's ego. It's not love. That's, that's blatantly ego staring in your face of saying, oh, well, I don't want that. And it's not in the best interest for me. No, it's like, really? Sit down and really talk about it. Is this really what you want? Is this really the, it's not, again, it's not about the person. It's about the relationship. And just because the person loses some physical or, but yeah, physical traits doesn't mean that the vision of the relationship of what you are looking for, as far as the relationship is not there anymore. So right, that's why I'm saying uh -huh. right. values are still the same. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. So change all the time, their life throws you zips and zops everywhere. And, you know, that's where your loyalty or dedication to your person is, is understanding that life yeah. is and are you going to stay committed no matter what and the answer is no is what I'm hearing you say is no it's not no matter what but that's okay too no what I'm saying is that you in order for you to love in that capacity at least that's how I have experienced it and what I've seen in order to love in that capacity you have to love yourself at that capacity too because if you are not, it's it's all that same metaphor that they always say or whatever you want to call it when you go on an airplane is what's the first thing that they tell you? Put your your mask on first. If you yourself can't save yourself in that relationship, doesn't matter how much time you've been with that person. If you know deep down inside that you're going to be unhappy, then hit the eject button. There's no reason why you should. It's going to sound fucked up but to sacrifice yourself because you are in this relationship now and you, you don't want people to be like oh well you said for better or for worse I'm not saying you're going to leave that person in the worst I'm not saying you're just going to be there for the good times I'm saying that you have to sit down and be honest with yourself and say is this still the same relationship that I have envisioned for myself which will probably be a yes because if you didn't, then why would you be with that person for that long? Because so, maybe maybe you have children. Maybe you bought a house. There's a lot of reasons why people stay committed to their partner, even if things have changed. If your values values change, people still stay with their their partner. But they're not going to change so drastically. Absolutely. There's no drastic change for you to be like, Oh, now you're a serial killer, but I'm still going to be with you. Like, I just don't think that like things happen to that extent for people to just be what people are or what singles are scared of right now is staying with somebody that is going to fuck them up six or 10 years later from now and not being not being able to say, I need to walk away. And that's why this whole commitment thing has become such a thing. I honestly, I for myself can say I am more committed to me and my happiness and what makes me happy. And if this person is making me happy and he's fucking over me and he's doing all this other stuff, I'm happy. I'm going to stay in it. And nobody else and everybody can say whatever they want. But if I'm happy and I'm willing to stay in that relationship, that that's my commitment to that. But again, it's 
to my loyalty to me and my happiness to me that I will I'm willing to stay in that relationship as as long as I'm happy that's what I'm how I see it and that's why I'm my definition it's like it's that physical and emotional and spiritual connection it's not just one thing because if you can't fulfill me in certain things then I'm not saying that one person can give you everything but if you if you are the person that I want to go to and you can't fulfill me in that like what is going to be I'm not going to step out I'm not going to do whatever but what do I have to do in order to stay true to that commitment that's why I'm saying it's commitment to me in order for me to be completely fulfilled so that I can stay in this relationship. So the commitment is always to me. <laughs> if that works for you. That's great. If that works for you and your relationships, that's great. But a commitment is two people committing to each other. Mm -hmm. I understand you're putting yourself first. I mean, that that's, I still think it's just a single point of view, but I understand what you're saying. And I, and I honor and I accept and I validate that what you're saying is that you're committed to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, then in that case, what do you think are some of the most common challenges that individuals face? when it comes to committing to a partner, like how can they overcome these challenges as far as whatever you might perceive as these? So what are some challenges? Well, mm -hmm. people changing, that's a big thing, you know, values changing. Um, oh my gosh, it could be so many things. What else? Well, I mean, what do you think? Let me think. I think that mainly right now, how the dating scene is, it's mainly fear. That's a lot of, that's like the number one thing that I hear from all of my clients is that they're scared. They're scared of getting fucked over again because of past relationships, um, having past relationship baggage like that, um, having the inability of being vulnerable and also having a desire or a need to be independent at the same time, which is what I'm telling you, like that whole I'm committed to me. I still want that. I, again, I just feel that the connotation or the definition that we have of commitment of how we were maybe brought up or how we were our belief systems or whatever, we have the wrong definition and you have to define it to what it works for you and what it means to you in order for you to be completely comfortable in saying, I am willing to open myself again, up again for a relationship and be committed. I just don't think that a one off, like a size all or whatever fits all. Yeah. Meets everybody's needs now, especially because there's so much miscommunications. There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of like hurt. There's a lot of hurt right now in the dating scene because 
people are having situationships because there's a married man that has like two other affairs and like, you know what I mean? And like, you think that they're single, but they're really not. Social media has made it so uncomfortable and, and uncertain to, to get into a relationship. That's why you have all these other platforms, Facebook groups, like, Hey, I'm dating this guy. Does anybody know if they're like, is anybody else dating him? Like that's the reality of what the dating world is right now. There's no trust because nobody is willing to be honest anymore. And it's that fucking well, fear of, am I going to get fucked over? It's either. Yeah. Well, what I was just saying is nobody can communicate anymore, I think. Or they're reading all these books and think that, you know, self-help all over the place and, and that's the way it's going to go. And then everybody's just confused. Like, what do I do? Oh, you read that book and, and let's talk we go on a date and we're going to talk about, you know, our requirements, our needs. <laughs> huh? About attachments. Everybody, everybody oh. that I've like, yes. Coached. Oh, did you read the book attachment? I'm like, yeah, but did you really get the concept of it? Did you read the book of the five lang languages? I'm like, yes, but did you really get the concept of it? I mean, it's like, there's too much information and no knowledge. Yes. I completely agree with that. There's way too much information and nobody, you're not filtering the information that you're getting to what resonates with you and what should you should be taking from the books or book or whatever you, you might be doing. It always comes down to you because you're the one that's going to be in the relationship. You're the one that's going to take the risk. You're going to, you're the one that's going to take the time. You're going to, you know what I mean? It, it's you, you're the one choosing. You either choose to be in it or you don't. And if you don't, then don't go fucking around and hurting people. There's people out there that want to be in a relationship. There's people out there that want to be loyal, that want to be with just one person. And they're scared of saying that because they're scared of being ridiculed now as to you want that. Why would you want that? That is like what I hear all the time. And it's like, are we that cynical now that we're not willing to to even put ourselves out there anymore to that degree that we're going to go in with the shield instead of being honest and saying, I really want this. I want to be in a committed relationship. I want to be with one person. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want whatever. You just got to say what you want. And people are too scared to be honest and truthful and to say it. Because they have the fear of, well, I don't want that. If they don't want it, then great. You just avoided somebody to, you're not going to waste your time with. <laughs> you're so quiet. <laughs> oh, well, I'm listening to you because I, I deal with a lot of couples and I see them really fighting for the commit that, commitment that they made to each other. Mm-hmm. So even though things have changed in their life, maybe they have kids or infidelity or trust issues or whatever it is, they're so committed to making it work. And I think that's commitment is they want it. They, they made this choice and they're sticking to it. And you just said the magic word choice. They each individually chose that. Be together. Mm -hmm. And they want to stay together. Yeah, exactly. Even though 
shit went awry. Yeah. They are committed to getting through it. So, yeah, but it's an individual choice. It wasn't like, hey, you and I, we're going to go and we're going to make it work. No, because nobody's forcing you. No, but they are making the choice together to be committed to each other. Yeah, I mean, but are you not going to like say that maybe, maybe along the way as they're coaching or they're going to counseling or they're going to therapy, one of them is going to be like, eh, maybe I don't want this anymore. Maybe I'm not going to choose you. Maybe after whatever. Again, it comes down to choice. I'm not saying that they're not going to stay together, but I'm choice. saying that a couple is. Choice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to. You're the one choosing. You're the one making the choice. You can't let anybody else tell you, even if they, if, even if they're begging you to come and work it out, you're still choosing to say, okay, I'm willing to go. And at that point, you still make a choice of like, I've heard it. I, okay, now I get it. Maybe I do want to still be with this person or I'm choosing not to continue. It's a choice. Commitment is a choice. I do have another question for you. Sir. <laughs> huh? I don't know if I want to answer your question. <laughs> Why? <laughs> question. Um, my question is um, in your coaching experience with your couples, what are the signs that someone might not be ready? For commitment. Well, I do get unmarried couples that come to me and that's really the question. Like they're trying to figure out if they should get married to each other. Um, so what are, what have been some of the things that you've kind of discovered as far as like, mm, maybe we need to talk about it a little longer. So a lot of times it's communication they're, they have a breakdown in communication. They don't know if it's going to work because, you know, different communication styles, conflict resolution. They don't know how to uh, argue or fight or, you know, they don't know how to do that. So they want help with that. Um, so, I, I mean, a lot of the people that are coming to me are, are trying to be proactive. Mm -hmm. So um, what else? What was your question again? Sorry, I went off on my well, some, have you ever had somebody that maybe you've said like this person might not be completely ready to fully commit and how do you get them there I haven't had anybody that so far that hasn't been ready to commit because when they're coming to me they want to commit mm -hmm. um and so you know we talk about values we talk about goals um, we talk about challenges based on their communication. Um, we talk about emotional intimacy, um, trust. Um, what else? Quality time together. What does that look like? We talk about finances. Like we we talk about everything to make sure like you've hit all these things. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had anybody yet be like, oh no, you know what? I'm not down for this you know, yeah. stuff or commitment stuff because oh, commitment is not really marriage. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, cause commitment doesn't really equal marriage. No. Um, that's, that is very true. 
And I do have people who are just committed to each other and not, not getting married, but they still want to, to commit to each other. They still want to get all the functions of a relationship going. And, and a lot of times I'm just going to say communication is always the barrier that we have to like get through and to figure out how they can communicate effectively with each other to be successful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Communication is one of those great skills that if you know how to use it effectively, you can avoid so many misunderstandings, not just in romantic relationships, but in any type of relationship. Yeah. So learn how to communicate people. <laughs> Are there any like, like I'm sorry, you cut if off. I had a tip for, if I had a tip for anyone for a successful relationship is communication, figure out how to communicate because you will, you'll be able to resolve so many problems with effective communication, the way you say things, the, the tone, um, the words, the action, all that is so important. And I wish I can scream it from the rooftops, even for singles, um, how you talk to somebody on a date, same thing, communication, like say what you need, like what, what is everybody afraid of? And maybe you can answer that for me. Like what are singles afraid of being fucked why? over again? But, but if they're afraid of being fucked over, then why aren't they out front saying what they want and what they need from I just told you because people people nowadays everybody goes on a date with the shield on and it's like let's see mm -hmm. who can bring down their shield first it's like a fucking mind game and that's why I agree with you go on a date and just say what you want this is what I would say to singles okay. ask yourself what would happen if I were to conquer this fear just ask yourself that question on your way as you're getting ready it before whatever whenever the date is set what would happen if you would conquer that fear there is your answer on what you need to work on because you're gonna have to have that self-reflection time of saying huh what would happen if I get rid of this what am I going to gain? Perhaps a wonderful relationship. Perhaps you're finally going to get over and you're going to get to the other side of that fear and say, oh, okay, I got it. I got here. I said what I wanted and I was scared or whatever, but I did it. Then how do you feel after that? You have to, I've been, uh, I was watching, I can't remember who said it. Um, I think it was Tony Robbins. He's like, you got to slay your, your demons, your dragons, whatever you want to call it. Get over that fear. Get over it. Not get over it as like move on, but like right. step over that fear and just really answer the question. Like what is on the other side? You're never going to know what's on the other side until you do it. Weren't you scared before? Were you not scared the first time that you decided to get into a relationship? Yes, granted, it did not work out. But you still did it and you had a good time until it you didn't <laughs> but that's why it's important that after every relationship that you 
if, if it didn't work out, you sit down and you do self-reflection work and you say, okay, this is what I learned about myself in this relationship. This is what I learned about what I don't want and what I do want. And go with that for your next adventure. And just ask yourself that question. What is that? What, what, what would be the worst thing that could happen? Or what are you going to gain if you conquer that fear? What's the worst thing that could happen if you tell somebody, I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married in two years. I want to have three kids. I want to move to Baltimore for all I fucking care. And if that person says, oh, nice. I don't want any of that. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. You're not the one for me. That's how I see it. Because there's no point in spending and wasting time. Again, it comes down to that vision of sitting with someone and spending your time with someone and trying to figure out if you're not on the same page on what you wanted as far as a relationship. Yes, we all get enamored and we romanticize certain things because it's natural, it's human nature. But take yourself out of the Cinderella story and see, okay, this person is stable. This person brings me security. This person makes me happy. I'd rather have those things than somebody that is six foot um, tall that has money and has like all these other women around him. And like, you know what I mean? Like he's so good looking. Like those are all physical traits that, honey, they're probably going to fade out with time. We all lose our looks. We all lose our, you know what I mean? We could all lose our money. He can lose his job, be broke by tomorrow. So it's like we focus on the wrong things as singles. We focus on the wrong thing. And even though you know, I don't ever want to feel this way again, you go in with that mentality of, oh, look, something shiny. And you fall for the something shiny and you forget about the pain that you just went through and all of the things that you said you wanted. Stop thinking about what you don't want. Start thinking about what you do want. And you'll see things will start clearing up for you. Why do I say this? Because, again, I've been on another soul search and I had to be honest with myself. Having to answer that question was the hardest fucking thing I had to do for myself. I cried for two days because having to come to terms with reality was a lot more painful than the actual fear of holding myself back because I didn't want to take the next step of saying, I want this with you. That person didn't want that. Thank you for letting me know. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Move on. Now I can move on and not be on the, oh, maybe yes, maybe no, maybe yes, maybe no. And let's see what happens. It's not that if he wanted to, he would. It's time to change that mentality because we're we're basing it off of just like, oh, well, it, his, his actions will show you. Yes, his actions will show you, but so will his intent. There has to be intent behind that action. It's not just, hi, every other week or every other day through a text. It's It's a hard question to answer, but it's worth it to answer it.
So that's what I would give to the single people out there. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> what about you? What um, practical tips have you ever given to your, or strategies have you ever given to, because I know you kind of answered it, but maybe something more um, specific for our coupled up listeners out there that uh, can help you maintain a healthy and long lasting committed relationship since you have been in one for 20 plus years. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, like I said, I've already said it. It's communication. It's being open to whatever your partner is going to say to you and validating it and accepting it. And, you know, life changes, so much changes. And I think it always comes down to communication and how we're talking to each other and how you bring something to someone. Um, that, that's how I'd answer that. It's like, I always, and when it, and when clients come to me, it's always the problem of communication. Like I said, it's communication that they don't have the skill. And mm -hmm. there's so many techniques you can use for communication. Um, there's Gottman, there's, there's just so many. Gottman is one of my favorites, has lots of communication skills and you can go to his website too, um, John Gottman. Um, but I think that's the most important thing. Learn how to communicate again, people. I think we've said it enough and I think three seasons in. I say it all the time because I yeah. know that that's what it takes to be successful. I mean, yeah. at least for, that's for me and, you know, the clients that I see is that's the skill that they need. And that's what propels their relationship forward because they learn how to talk to each other, how to deal with problems. I mean, that's also conflict resolution, but conflict resolution is also about communication. Well, I would like to add on to the communication because I think we always talk about this too. It's not, it's not just communicating because anybody can talk to you but it's also understanding as you said being like open to what your partner is saying and like having that active listening technique of like this is what I'm understanding that you're telling me mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that we are on the same page because I don't want to do something it's like saying um go bring me go bring me that box and you're like what box I'm listening to you but I don't know what box, there's like 20 boxes here. But if you're clear about it, then the other person can really understand like, oh yeah, bring me the red box with the bow on top. And you know what I mean? Like your really job as your partner to ask you, oh, I see that there's a lot of boxes. What box would you like me to grab? Instead of like, I don't know what fucking box to grab. There's fucking 20 boxes. That's what I'm saying. That's part of the active listening, yeah. understanding on, on it. And it's not just like communicating because anybody right. can talk to each other. But if you're not clarifying, I was like, what box are you looking for? Like, what box do you want? Then there's there's no real communication there to me in order for communication to happen the other person has to understand what i'm saying and like what i am needing not just right. bring me the box <laughs> right but that's what happens and that's how conflicts start yes um i just i just want all of the single people out there to to really take it into their own benefit 
of sitting down and being honest with themselves and really listen to that inner voice, communicate with that inner voice and understand it. Believe me, you're going to get a lot. And if you need help understanding that inner voice because you're so fucking scared of what it's saying to you, call one of us. We are here to help you for that. Call one of us and we can guide you through it so that you have understanding of what is going on with you. And you can finally find that commitment or that committed partner that you've been looking for. Because believe me, there are people out there. It's just like I said, we're coming into we're coming into a a field with like our arms up and guard up and not willing to be completely honest is then what is the point like if you're not willing to be honest with yourself how are you going to be honest with with someone else so what are your final thoughts on this one julie i agree with you um but i will say you know some some clients come to me and they are committed to each other but they have no skills so that's where you go okay let's you know they are like oh no we're, we've been together five months we got it off you know but there's problems here and we don't know what's going on well they've been together five months and they decided they were going to be committed to each other so i know i'm taking this kind of in a, a, a opposite of what you're saying is everybody has the armor but then i also see people that commit like this and they're like oh no we're committed we're moving in we're moving in together we're making our life you know together and they don't have any skills yeah to work together so anyway my final thought would be communicate get help if you know if you if you want to work on your commitment get help if you don't know what it is get help and if you're single go to Sarai she's as you can hear her she's very passionate about singledom and helping people listen to their themselves and she's just excellent at that so I just I've learned that you have to listen to yourself in order to get what you want because if you don't then nobody's nobody's ever going to fulfill whatever you are needing and you might go through relationship after relationship or find somebody that is actually a wonderful person for you and you end up completely mistreating them because you yourself don't know what you want and I wouldn't want that for anybody not for you not for that other person I genuinely why I am so passionate about having people understand themselves and love themselves so much is because if you don't accept yourself If you don't love yourself, if you don't know yourself, you're never going to know what you're never going to have anybody fulfill anything for you. There's there's always going to be the what if there's something better out there. And you're always going to think that the the grass is greener on the other side when you had a whole fucking flower field in your backyard and you're not appreciating it. So that's why I'm so adamant to make sure that people understand themselves first they love themselves so just remember choose you pick you love you at the end of it all
I'm gonna leave it as that. It's a great ending. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. We will see you in the next one.